Hey, everybody. Matt Hartman here for Drunkard's Walk. Thanks so much for listening. A big thank you to Jesse Ali for our theme music and Nick Haramio for our artwork. I also want to say a very big thank you to our guest this week. I am always excited about recording Drunkard's Walk, and this week I was off the charts excited. We were joined, uh, as you're about to hear, by uh, one of the hosts of Good Job Brain. Uh, her name is Karen, and she is fantastic. And I'm uh, Good Job Brain is one of my favorite podcasts, and I was so excited to have her on. And she was so nice to volunteer her time to come on and uh, humor me and just uh, was a really good sport about the whole thing. So I just thank you so much to her. Thank you to Good Job Brain. Uh, and uh, thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed recording it. Oh, and Jethro liked it too. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Drunkards Walk the Podcast. This is your host, Jethro Nolan, and I am delighted to have you here, and uh, thank you for once again joining us as we traipse through Wikipedia. But as you know, it is illegal to go through Wikipedia by oneself. One must be accompanied, lest one fall down a rabbit hole and never return. So uh, as my safety buddy on this trip, as always, the enigmatic Matthew Hartman. Hi, Jethro. Hello. How's it going? I'm it's glad we're great. obeying the law here. We well, uh, you know, you, you know, us. I love nothing more than rules. Yes. No. I you you are never breaking rules. Uh, That's so true. I do want to point out though that that law is just a state law in Michigan and Pennsylvania. That is not a law across the entire United States. Were you aware of that? I was not aware of that. Yeah. But it's a thank state. God, it's a state determination. We both live in Michigan and Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and we are a by now, Mike. My question, and maybe there's a lawyer out there listening, if my no. safety buddy is not in the same state as me, mm-hmm. am I still obeying the Michigan state law? That's a great question, Jethro. And I think that we should all head over to- um, To LegalZoom. LegalZoom. Oh, that's perfect. What a, what a great- Boy, I wish they were our sponsor. We we could talk about how wonderful they are and, and get somebody to help us out. But uh, uh, alas, we'll just have to assume that it's safe. That's I think that's the best way to go here. Uh, that's well, what I do with most laws, is I assume that I'm following them. There we go. <laughs> you know, there's usually <laughs> some guys so will come knock on your door if you're not. Is it? Is that right? Uh, I mean, knock is perhaps understating what they'll do to your door. <laughs> I see. Depending on the degree of uh, infraction that you've... Got it. Got it. Do you have any experience with that, or are you just assuming again? No, no. I, fortunately, I, I changed my name enough that the law can't keep up with me. So nice. uh, that's nice. also why I moved to Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, I didn't move to Michigan. I moved to Colorado, uh, in case there's any law enforcement uh, look for me in Colorado because that's where I live. I don't think he that said that's, convincingly. That's not convincing, and that made it even less convincing. I have to say. I know, but maybe I'm doing a double bluff. Oh, situation. nice! This is like Ocean's Eleven. I love it. It is. It is, and I got a. I got a guy who's gonna. He's locked in a box right now. He's gonna spring out and uh, rob a safe. And I, I don't want to tell you about my crime. If you want no, to know no, about my crime, yeah. listen to Jethro commits felonies. The podcast. That's right. If you want to know about his all of the crimes that I do, if you want to know about his crime, you've got to do your time and listen to his other podcast. That so is, true. That is part of the thing. You know what, Jethro? I was I I mentioned Ocean's Eleven, and in Ocean's Eleven, they have to get kind of from from the entrance into the safe and then back out with all of the money. I don't know if you remember that particular part of the movie, but that's the way that Matt. It goes. Why why would you bring up an extraneous plot detail in that manner? I wonder. 
Well, it's it's mainly because I was talking about the movie, but it, actually, it also kind of relates to what we do, Jethro. See, because here we travel through Wikipedia from one destination to another, and throughout a season, we start in one place and have to get back to that same place. So, really, there's a connection there that I didn't even notice when I brought this up. Wow, you know what? Yeah. That reminds me of Ocean's Twelve, which was mm-hmm. something that was forced and unnecessary, but they did it anyway. I'm just surprised uh, that just like your reminds segment. you of Ocean's Twelve. Oh, I see. I see what you've done. Thank you for okay. It was a it was a veiled criticism of you. I love it. As a human, I really appreciate that. Well, maybe I'll save myself like they did in Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah. Well, or Mm -hmm. you know what? Mm -hmm. Uh, This podcast thus far has a real male energy. I wish that just like Ocean's Eight, there would be a feminine energy that could uh, interrupt this tired old franchise and and breathe some new life into it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know Unfortunately, what, we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to point out the fact that actually we, like most episodes of, of Drunkard's Walk, have a guest with us today. And our guest, folks, our guest is uh, is a little bit of a celebrity. I'm a little starstruck here because we have one of the hosts of Good Job Brain. It's Karen Chu. Hi, Karen. How are you doing? Hello, it's me. I misplaced my Ocean's X membership card i am a huge huge fan of the oceans franchise and i agree with you jethro 12 was terrible Mm -hmm. it was terrible but ted give me give me 11 give me 13 give me eight yep all All right pop pop quiz time have you ever watched the original oceans 11 oh i fell asleep oh no it just i it seems like it was it just kept happening in one room. It was like in the <laughs> in the living room setting for like a really long time. Um yeah. but you know what? Maybe I should give it another chance. I, I well I've never seen it. I've 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 never even tried to see it. Uh so you're one up on me. That's there's true. no SWAT, there's no oh. elaborate casino uh blueprints, hmm. there's no Chinese acrobat guy jumping through elevator shafts. You know, it's it's really hard to beat. I, I have to assume that George Clooney is still in it, though, right? Because he's been acting for a long time. Very so long time. I have to assume yes. that he was in there somewhere. Maybe. Well, in the and background. given that it was made in like the 50s or 60s, had there been a Chinese acrobat guy, he probably would have been played by Mickey Rooney or something. Oh, <laughs> would have been terribly, uh, poorly aged. <laughs> That'd be an unfortunately true. Well, folks, if you are unfamiliar with Good Job Brain, and uh, if you were like if you were like me and just d- didn't pay attention to podcasts, uh, that that may be how that happened. Because if you do pay attention to podcasts. You you do know this show. This is a fantastic show. And Karen, can you tell our uh, maybe one uneducated listener a little bit about what Good Job Brain is? Sure, of course. Good Job Brain is a, a podcast we started in 2011, 2012. So uh, quite quite a uh, more than a decade ago. And the show is, it captures the spirit and the energy of pub quiz. Like if you go to pub quiz with your friends, the banter at the table, answering questions, you know, all those kind of friendly arguments you have about, you know, how 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 much is a, a snitch worth in the game of Quidditch, you know, that kind of that kind of 150 friendly, points. Yes, yes, Jethro. <laughs> amazing. Um, and so we try to capture that friendship and that energy into a podcast form. So good job, Brain is part offbeat. Trivia, facts, weird histories, uh, and then also part quiz show where we devise our own quizzes. Uh, they get pretty nutty, and hopefully it's kind of like 
it's kind of like inviting you listener to our table so that we can have a a grand old time. And we talk about um, animal secretions a lot. (laughs) Yes. That's so I, I, so I'm so glad you kept it open to all secretions and (laughs) pick one category. (laughs) You don't want to get specific. You don't want to get too specific. You put yourself in a box. Um, I I love this podcast. Uh, listeners have already heard me talk about it and, and oh, rave thank about you, it thank you. because I just and and like I said, I just discovered it. So I didn't I don't listen to a ton of podcasts. I have one, but I didn't listen to other ones really. And but I love trivia. Like trivia is my thing, and I I love it. I I ran a trivia night during the pandemic because we couldn't do pub trivia anymore. Yeah, and um. I, I I have my current job as a game designer at a video game company because I love trivia. Like that is that mm-hmm. that got me my job. So I I'm a huge fan and I love what you're all doing. But the thing is, since I found the show in June and I've been listening to it from the beginning because I'm a completist, um, I've only listened to about 2014 or so in the podcast. And I was telling Karen mm. this earlier that I don't know what's going to happen over the next nine. There's nine years more of this podcast. And so all of my references and things that I know about the podcast are probably just gone to the ether and 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 probably have left your brain. I, although I guess they're all trivia. So probably they've stayed in your brain. Um, but I, anyway, I love it. And folks, if you haven't listened to it, uh, please, please jump on because it's fantastic. It is. I'm sure there's some. Oh, thank you. Obama's second term references that are happening to the. Oh, I, I'm just, you know, no spoilers. Just, just you wait, Matt. Just, (laughs) just you wait. I'm so excited. And honestly, I just, I love it because it gives me something to listen to all like everything I do, you know, I'm taking a shower, I'm putting it on, I'm, I'm out doing yard work. I'm doing my run. I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing. Good job, Brain is with me. And and it's really, it's become one of those things where, I don't know if this happens to you guys or not, but I will watch a television show, binge a television show, and I will start to feel like the people in the show are my friends. And I like, I could hang out with them. And, you know, I, and then I start to feel like maybe I could work in parks and recreation. You know, maybe that's a good job <laughs> to look into because, but, and so that's how I feel with the four, the four of you. There's a name for that. To. There's what, a there name is? for that phenomenon. Yeah. Parasocial. Yeah. Like, oh. like, 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 also psychotic. like, like, psychotic is, a, yeah, is another it. term for that. Like, <laughs> psychotic, yeah, that's also, you know, like a parasite. Uh, Jimmy yeah, Kimmel parasite. is my friend. <laughs> and, and that's the, be- that's really, uh, uh, the beauty of podcasts. And that's kind of a phenomenon that, that not a lot of media formats can, can harness. Like mm-hmm. podcasts really can do that, can make you feel like they're your friends. It's so intimate. You know, yeah. It feels live. It's yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's I don't know very, these people. It's very strange yeah. to be injected yeah. straight into somebody's ears like yes. that. Yes, feel very vulnerable. To continue to allow you to do that. So thank yeah. you for those uh, uh, few <laughs> of you who've opted for that for this podcast. I, I will that. also point out that Good Job Brain has a Wikipedia page, and mm-hmm. since we are a Wikipedia oh. podcast, we would be negligent not to point out and celebrate that you have whatever threshold exists of importance that determines whether or not you get a Wikipedia page. You've crossed that threshold. So wow, yeah, it's oh, like the true. Wilford Brimley line. We've crossed it. it. Is. it. We're is. on yeah. Wikipedia now. But not only, and and not only that. I think if if folks listen to our episode with uh, Escape This Podcast earlier this season, our second episode of the season, uh, Chris is mentioned in one of the articles that we're going through. He, he's really he's called out. Yeah, he's ca- he's talked about an article that he wrote in Wired is mentioned on one of the pages. 
that we were <laughs> that we were looking at. I mean, just just awesome, just amazing. Um, well, that, thank you so much, and thank you so much for the kind words, and, and, and I'm so happy to be here. I have no idea what's gonna what's gonna happen if you guys are gonna love my my uh, my destinations, my Wikipedia destinations or not. Um, but I'd like to think that this show, like Good Job Brain, you know, trivia is timeless mm-hmm. uh, to a degree. It can be updated, but, but most times with facts and and these interesting, like, this is why it's like, so it's such rabbit holes exist, right? They're Mm -hmm. like timeless and you just kind of get transported into this world that you don't know. And and so that's something that I love about this show that you guys have made. Oh, well, thank thank you. you We, we certainly appreciate that. Um, so what I did, and, and I have to tell you again, like I said, I'm, I'm starstruck. I'm, I'm honored that you're here and I, uh, decided that what that I wanted to write a quiz. <gasps> so so I wrote a quiz. Would you would you be willing? Would you indulge me and, and yes? And I have a, can me? I buzz in? Oh my gosh! Please. Uh, okay. What? No. See, I don't even know what level of buzzer you're at now because I went through barnyard buzzers and I you got into morning radio buzzers. Yes. You have new buzzers since then. I'm guessing. Well, we have to replace them because we smashed them after, you know, like 10 plus <laughs> sure. years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But sure. this one, this one is my barnyard uh, dog buzzer. Okay. Okay. Excellent. All right. Yeah. So absolutely you can buzz in. Um, so what I've done is I've written a quiz that is based off of destinations that we have gone through okay. on Drunkard's Walk. So okay. it is very possible that these are going to be things that you've never, ever even heard of, or y- you may very well have. And so let's okay. find out. Let's see. Let's see what we've got here. And Jethro... If she does not know the answer, you are uh, you are up. You have to answer the question. And if All you right. don't know the answer, you're Consider. in trouble. To be fair, though, I've been drunk on a lot of these podcasts. I know. So yeah, I, I know. I That's why. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. We'll start off with number one here. What folklore monster was cited in Braxton County, West Virginia in 1952? Ooh, folklore monster. West Virginia folklore monster. So it can't be like something like, like uh, it, you know, you wouldn't say like a jackalope, a monster or like a can't be the New Jersey devil or could it be? What's something Virginia like? Ooh, Jethro, you got to throw me a bone it's, here. It's funny that you mentioned the New Jersey devil, because if memory serves, we use the, the New Jersey devil page to get to this. Oh, we did. But it, it's one that I had not heard of until it was given to us as a de- destination. But it, it is, in fact, I believe, Matt, the Flatwoods Monster. That is correct. The Flatwoods Monster. What does it look yeah. like? What kind it of is, like animal is it? Or or human, It's like I guess. anthropomorphic. So it's like an alien type. Uh, oh, yeah, so it was an alien. Uh, hu- humanoid is the, figurine. Yeah. Got it. Thing. The other thing I should say is, to be clear, all of these questions that I have and all the answers are things that I had never heard of until we went to them. So just these are not okay. like necessarily very common knowledge types of things. So that's so please don't feel like if you don't know them, it's like, how could I not know that? These are things that were totally off of our radar as well. All right. Here's number two. What band released the hit? What does the Fox say? Oh, it's only me. <laughs> um, but I'm buzzing in anyways. This is Yilvis. Yes. 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 That's exactly correct. Yeah. From uh, what country are they from again? Norfin Nor- Swindon. Nor- Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah. Scandin- yeah. yeah they're Scandinavian. Scandinavian country. Perfect. Let's go with that. All right. Number three. What was being built 
when one of the worst industrial accidents in the history of the U.S. happened, leading to at least 476 and possibly as many as 1,000 deaths from silicosis caused by the inhalation of silica. Whoa. What was being built? So silica is do, – do I get – is it United States? It yes. is in the U.S., yes. So silica, that's like what they use for glass. So I feel like maybe something that's very glass-based structure. I will tell you that this, this silica was naturally occurring where they were doing this work. <sighs> okay, so they're probably trying to mine or quarry something that's – you know what? I'm going to guess the White House. Oh, interesting! That's an interesting guess. It Super it is close. it is not true, Jethro. Do you know the name of the structure? That I believe so. I believe this was an episode that your dad was the guest on, and he it gave is, the suggestion yes. of the. And I might not remember the name. And is it the Hawk's Nest Tunnel? That's right, the Hawk's Ooh. Nest Tunnel. The Hawk's Nest Tunnel disaster is uh, the worst industrial accident, or at least one of the worst industrial accidents in U.S. history, and it's very very. Uh, it's not very well known at all. Like yeah. very few people know about it, but it. it but that. It but that's the kind of fun we have. Is we know, focus right? on the disaster. <laughs> like to go to disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good hey, time. You know what? That is that is my um, guilty pleasure. Is I love. I'm such a big wuss uh, mm-hmm. for horror movies, but but the the person in me needs to know what's the twist and what what happened in the yep. in these movies whether or not they're terrible or they're great like i just need yeah. to know yeah. yeah and so this is what i do i go on wikipedia oh show me all the deaths in final destination and i read e- each one you know <laughs> and and so that i i was like oh you know i don't i don't really want to watch the movie but at least i know what what's the plot and how are these people the creative ways uh in which these people are dying there you go yeah yeah did uh, personally i hate um, an unsolved mystery. I, I, I yes. can't stand it. If I cannot, ha- I got to have a resolution to that. Why did that happen? What, even yeah. if it's like, well, the refrigerator door was open. Did you leave the refrigerator? No, I didn't leave the refrigerator door open. Well, I but who did? Either. Somebody did. How did it happen? If, it, if no one did. <laughs> yeah, it can be as simple as that for me. All right, let's go to number four. What is park ranger Roy Sullivan's dubious claim to fame? Park dubious okay so first i was gonna say oh maybe he invented like Smokey the bear the concept of Smokey the bear like that's kind of park ranger but dubious oh did he cause like a fire like a crazy bad Mm. accident no that that's it's right church wrong pew yeah yeah exactly he's he didn't cause an accident he didn't cause an accident he was present at Mm -mm. several of them though yeah. What is it? I'm intrigued. Jethro? He what he is the person who has been struck by lightning the most times, I believe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Seven times Roy Sullivan was struck by lightning. Seven verified. I believe there was an unverified eighth time. Correct. Yes. It's not on the official books. That's right. That's right. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's Roy Sullivan's dubious claim to fame. Uh okay, number five. What is the name of the dog? who waited for his owner at a subway station in Tokyo nine years after the owner's death. Uh, I believe his name is Hachiko. That's it. Yep. Thank God you got it, because I couldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that is it. We And again, a story that we didn't know, but one of our listeners came oh. on 
yeah. and gave us that gave us that topic and and what a what a what a <laughs> that's not a very uplifting topic it's no it's no a real big downer yeah but it but it's kind of i don't know it's it's sort of it's yeah. moving it's, it's very loyal, some, loyal some guests actively try to sabotage the podcast i, I see i see i see that was nick Haramio, and he's an evil man so yeah he is although he did he did design our logo so we we give him a pass there you go um, this is a right. this is a 384 question quiz, by the way. No, no, it is a 10 question <laughs> quiz. It is 10 questions. I will I will I will try to speed it up. Uh, what is the name of the online baseball simulator horror game developed by the game band? Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Uh what's a good pun? Something like saber metrics, but like Ooh, uh, I like that better. <laughs> oh really? Um uh, seventh inning. Kill seventh. Uh, I don't know what is it. Please tell me there's a pun in it. Ah, uh, there's not. I, oh. I, I can't remember this one. I can't. You don't remember, remember it. It is. I, I, I remember the concept. I don't remember the specific name. It's baseball. 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 Yeah. Which again, we had never heard of. Knew nothing about it. And it is this. It is incredibly popular. It's like this. It's it's all just a total simulation. But people bet on it, and there's all kinds of like ridiculous there's teams and fans and coaches and it's insane so check out the wikipedia page on blazeball uh, if you want a good read sometime all right number seven what sea is known for its human foot discoveries oh what sea oh what's a uh human foot so half points if you can tell me just the general location of the sea why are there feet in the sea? That's so like for uh, at first I was like, okay, there's um, you know, you know, when when gangsters uh, pour cement into people, you know, and drop them off mm-hmm. so that they sink to the bottom. So I was thinking about that and I was like, ah, it feels like feels like the feet wouldn't survive. Um then I was thinking of like all those people who are swimming in hot springs and breaking into like hot springs in Yellowstone and not, uh, you know, not under realizing that like the water there is not normal water. It's filled with, you know, sulfuric acid and other right, things yeah, and yeah. they like decompose, but then I was like, ah, but then that means they fully decomposed. Yep. yep. Uh, so the feet wouldn't remain. And I was like, Oh, maybe dead sea, something about like the density and the flotation. I'll, I'll guess dead sea. Jethro, do you remember the name of the sea? I believe this was the Salish Sea. Oh, right. the Salish Sea, which is located in in just the northwest. It's like up around. Is it Oregon or is it Washington? Uh, like British Columbia, I believe. Oh, British Columbia. Okay, so there you go. So it's even further Canadian feet. So technically, they're meters that they. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's not. <laughs> Jethro, that's not what that. All right, that's fine. Um, let's move on to the, the next one here. I like that Karen. Karen isn't tired of all my lame jokes. I know so it's kind of nice, isn't it? It's fresh. Um, breath of, she's a breath of fresh air. The other thing is, I have to. I have to apologize because these are not written as like good trivia questions that have any kind of hint in them. A lot of the times, they're just written as like, if you know this answer, you do, and if you don't, you don't. So I apologize for that. Um, oh no, 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 part of the fun is you know, part of the fun is I know I'm not going to get it right, but like is to reason it out. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure. So yeah. No, I, I love it. Uh, okay, how about number eight? What was the name of the ultra-low-frequency sound recorded underwater by Noah in 1997? Is, okay, so is Noah 
at first, you know, before you finish the the question, I thought I was like, oh, is this, this must be the brown note? It's the note that makes people poop uh, because of the frequency. <laughs> no, but and I remember, I remember you guys talking about that on one of the yeah. Episodes. But it, so underwater, low, it makes me think Noah might be a whale, and it might be one of the the few or one whale that like cre- has a sound that's a different frequency, uh, so, which makes so it- him lonely. In this case, NOAA is an abbreviation. It's the National okay. Oceanic uh, and Atmospheric Administration. Sorry, it's not oh, NOAA. It's not a name of NOAA. Okay, I apologize. Okay, and, it, and it's like, oh, not. So and it's not what the what was the cause of the sound, but right. what it's, was the name? They of named the sound. this sound. This name they mm-hmm. okay. because they didn't know the cause. That's right. And it's a. I will tell you this also. It's an onomatopoetic name. Okay. Maybe your friends Dick Cavett and Ed McMahon hosting a TV special in the 1980s could help you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm that doing my a best. a ridiculous clue. It's a, it's a terrible clue. <laughs> Is it I, I, Ocean Fart? Uh, I, oh, gosh. Now, see, you I, you your answers are so much better than the real answers. <laughs> Jethro, do you remember? Bloop. Yes. Bloop. bloop. Yeah, it's called the bloop. B-L-O-O-P. Bloop. Yeah. That's it. That's what they called it, and uh, it was a it was a mystery. They did not know what caused this amazing sound, and they still occur. don't. They do, but I'm not oh, going to tell okay. you because it kind of okay. ruins the mystery. You of know it. what? I'll listen if there you, you want. Yeah, if you want. Oh, yeah, that's it. Good. Yes, that's a much yeah. better reason for me to not tell people. Go listen to our episodes, everyone. <laughs> Good uh, job, I'm, brain. This this is yeah. <laughs> this is why this is why no one listens to us. Okay. Um, number nine. Now, this person has been mentioned. In one of your episodes, but again, it's one of the episodes Ooh. I listened to, so it was a long time ago. Okay. So let's okay. see if you remember. There's 261 Mo- episodes now. So. I know, I know, right? And I'm on episode like 130 or something, so I'm like halfway through. Uh, William Moulton Marston was an American psychologist who, along with his wife, invented an early prototype of the polygraph and is probably best known for creating which comic book superhero? Uh, this is Wonder Woman. Yes. There you go. Nicely done. All right. And our final question. What is Count Chocula's first name? I don't know. Oh, this is terrible of me. Uh, I usually pride myself in knowing the full names of serial mascots. And that's not being s- sarcastic. Um, wow. Count Chocula. It must be something like... Vlad or Ivan or something in the but then is it also a chocolate pun? They don't <laughs> usually do like two puns. That's like pun overload for like t- first name and last name. Count chocolate is his first name. Yum it can't be yum chocula. Oh I'm going with boring Vlad. Okay. Jethro, do you remember? I, I, I'm, I, something in my brain wants me to say Alfred. That's correct. It's, oh, Alfred. it's that Alfred was Chocula. That's so I, I have to rewind because Karen made a fantastic statement that she normally prides herself on knowing the first names of serial mascots. She does. No, I know that because she talks. What? Like- Karen, just off the top of your head, what are some of your favorite uh, serial mascot first names? Oh, there's Cornelius. Who, well, what about I tell you the name and you try to guess who it is? Cornelius. It's the that rooster ca- on the uh, cornflakes. Yes. Okay. Uh, there is uh, Horatio Magellan. 
That's Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course there is a lesser known, lesser known. Well, he he used to be on. You know, he used to be one of the Rice Krispie elves, but he, then he got retired, and uh, his name was Pal. And Pal, Pop and Pal. Okay, he was a military man. So you know, mm-hmm. you have the baker, you have mm-hmm. the the band leader, and then. Uh, and then you have Pal, who's who's like in a little military helmet and suit, and you can see sketches of him, and yeah, and maybe not. Yeah, he's supposed to he's supposed to symbolize the nutrition nutritional uh, explosion explosion of nu- nutrition <laughs> in Rice Krispies. But wow. did he get like phased out because of how unpopular the Vietnam War was? Like, what? I, I want to know the story of Pow Pow. Pow I guess Pow you Krispy. just have to go on Wikipedia. There we go. There we go. There it is. There, there it is. is. Well, thank and you. And that's for... the segue we're looking for. Yes. Th- thank you for no clumsy for me. Ocean's Eleven references. <laughs> straight up forward segue to Wikipedia. Quiet. Thank you for humoring me and uh, doing that quiz. I appreciate it. Good, good job, Brain. Um, and uh, let's let's do it. Let's go into uh, what you've got for us as far as a destination is concerned. Okay, so I'll be like a, a Monty Hall thing. I've I've two Ooh. I've two choices. There's door number one mm-hmm. and door number two. Okay, and that's it. No, no, no hints. You just you guys just got to choose one or two. I was worried that this was going to be like the Monty Hall problem. Where yeah. There were three doors and she was going to eliminate yeah. one. After yeah, kicked. exactly. And then you and die. Yeah. There, yeah. Right. <laughs> there, there we go. Whoa, uh, that is a Monty Hall problem. Well, Matt, given, given that I love nothing more than to argue with you about arbitrary things that have no significance, I'm going to insist that we go with door number two. Well, that's fine, Jethro, because I was going to say we have to go with number two because I've listened to Good Job Brain. And if you don't go number two with Good Job Brain, uh, you're not you're not really following along. You're not paying attention. So. All right, then. Sounds sounds like it's uh, door number two. All right. So I'll tell you what door number one was. And this is what you, you guys missed out on. Uh, what, I ch- here. what I chose was the fool's gold loaf. Ooh. Fool's gold loaf. <sighs> it is. That up later. It, insane sandwich where you hollow out a full loaf of bread you hollow it out and then you dump a jar of peanut butter a jar of jam right into the bread container and you add one pound of bacon to it wow yes that sounds amazing that is That is fantastic, and I I can't believe that that is a popular enough thing that it has a Wikipedia page. Thanks to Elvis Presley. Thanks to Elvis Presley and his pals. Yep, the king heard about this uh, concoction and uh, flew to Denver uh, to, and then I think him and his buddies uh, bought a bunch, Mm -hmm. ate the sandwiches (laughs) with champagne, uh, and had a grand old time. Maybe yeah. had a grand old time in the bathroom too, but Pro- yeah, yep. probably. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, sorry, I, guys. I think I think Elvis was famous for not having a grand old time in the bathroom. If memory serves, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yes. Mm. I think he had rather an unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> Jethro, that's out near where you live now, uh, out near Denver. That's amazing. the bathroom. <laughs> We've got yeah, yes. no, no, no. Yes. Your legal, your legal <laughs> residence. My legal residence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so so that's what we don't get to go to, which would have been awesome. Uh, what what? Where do we get to go? 
Well, it's a good job brain classic. Uh, Matt, you probably know, but uh, for the listeners out there who don't know, I chose something called Castorium. Yay! Castorium. Um, we lovingly call it uh, <laughs> beaver butt juice. But it ah, is, uh, yes. Is this is this the extract that is used? Uh, yes. Food and such that comes from beaver's anal glands. Yes, and I would like to think that we helped popularize uh, this <laughs> this fact uh, back in 2012 when it was like I think on episode three or four yeah, of Good Job Brain. Very it was something early. I happened across because uh, I was I, I'm a big like perfume nut. And so I was reading about all the different uh, ingredients. And, mm-hmm. and so this is one of the ingredients I read about. And I was like, oh, you know, when you look at the word, it kind of just looks kind of scientific. Sounds like an additive. It sounds, you know, very unremarkable. And I was like, doesn't oh, maybe sound should... like anal gland secretion. No, nor, nor, nor beavers. You know, that, it's like yeah. I didn't know it was a, you know, and, and, and perfumes a lot of byproducts of animals. But mm-hmm. just just that first glance just seemed really, really boring. And I clicked on it. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my word. It is a a sack. Uh, and people harvest this sack of uh, butt secretions um, and put it in perfumes. Okay. Is is are perf- perfumes the only usage of this or are there other No, is- no. You'll you'll find out, I guess. Oh, I know. Oh, I, dude. I oh, I remember because well they talk all about it in one of their episodes. Yeah, there's there's it's a flavoring. And it's used to enhance, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong or or not. Let me let, let me get hung on my own petard here. Uh the flavors of vanilla and raspberry. Yeah. I think and yeah. uh yeah so so you you you've eaten uh, a little bit of castorium jethro or a lot perhaps i mean i'm i'm i don't want to tell tales out of school but i'm constantly going after beaver ass <laughs> in the wild so that's <laughs> that's i mean some brave things, I guess. french canadian discovered this yes that's and- what- that's what we thought. We're like, who who found out about this it's like someone accidentally you know took a nap oh yeah you know maybe a beaver walked by secreted yeah. something and he woke up and he's like mm, i'm gonna go pick some raspberries off of this bush and it's like that's delicious mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. it is it, i you're, you're there with me french canadian i was like this is part of you know the fur trapping industry mm-hmm. this probably happened around that time like they're you know beavers were kind of quote harvested for for all mm-hmm. of their parts so mm-hmm. yeah yeah, Jean Claude, why are you so happy? <laughs> I don't know. I met a beaver, and uh, one thing led to another, and uh, expressed its anal glands and put it on some raspberries, and it's quite nice. <laughs> See, now I was assuming it was somebody who was on the job of like uh, g- getting the furs or or somehow Ooh. destroying these beavers and had their lunch there with them. And uh-huh. something accidentally sprayed over, and they weren't paying much attention, and they ate it. I'm and not going to throw away that. my fool's gold loaf just go. because That's a right. beaver <laughs> exploded. <laughs> <its anus. laughs> wow, exactly what I think wow. occurred. Well, so I, I didn't want to choose this because I thought, oh, this is kind of old news now. I mean, this was like hot trivia back back in you know 2012. This is mm-hmm. no longer hot trivia in 2023. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, this is old news. But I revisited the Wikipedia page, and it's it's it has been updated. It has oh. changed. There's a new there's a new picture. 
It used to not have oh. a picture. I mean, there was oh, like good, a, a picture. I can't wait. <laughs> it was, Something to look it forward was a to. picture of just like a normal beaver. But now there's oh. like an actual, you know, it, it's someone really, a lot of people, thank you on Wikipedia, you know, brave Wikipedia writers fleshed mm-hmm. this page out. So I'm really, really happy to uh, wow. uh, revisit this. This is wow. amazing. I, that, I, that is incredible. This is such a great, I, and I'm so excited to be, to have that connection and, and things like that, because this is just so much fun. And I, I just recently listened to the episode where you guys were talking about the, uh, the ads that you put up in, in the BART oh, and yeah. how, how they had to like, how you had to redo the graphic because they, they weren't okay with the, with the beaver butthole being on it. And you know, yeah. it, it wasn't all right. And I was like, but that seems, I feel like now you'd get away with that. I feel like I, I feel like that it's people, just a I've cute seen little worse. asterisk. I've seen yeah, exactly. A cartoon asterisk. I've um, seen so much worse. This is this might be a, a minor spoiler, but uh, good job, Brian. We we eventually got a book deal and we we published a, a trivia book. Oh, um, yeah. It's it's supposed to kind of mimic the bat, not mimic, but we're, what we're going after is like the bathroom reader vibe. So really sure. the book should just live in your bathroom. And, you know, every time that you have some quality time there, you can flip to a page, read right. about some, you know, do a little quiz and read, read facts. And so I was so kind of bitter about not about BART, our, our San Francisco train system for mm-hmm. not letting, you know, from basically censoring the, our little ad, like beaver butthole in our ads. Yeah. That was like, you know what? For this book, I'm just going to add a bunch of buttholes and people wouldn't know. And you'll see it on the cover. It's like used as like a bullet point. It's used <laughs> it's used as in nice. many ways in our book. Um, nice. and it looks like an asterisk, but just so you know, that's a, a beaver oh butthole. I love that. Well, I absolutely love it. That, uh, that is a fantastic uh, suggestion. I can't wait. And I, I guess we won't be going down any rabbit holes today, mm. uh, but instead... Beaver holes. Okay, and there you we knew go. it was going to happen. Yep. Well, thank you right so much, there. Karen. That is fantastic. And, and again, like if if people are not unfamiliar or haven't listened to Good Job Brain, it is a delight. It is yes. an absolute joy. If you enjoy trivia, if you enjoy laughter, it is uh, uh, hosted by Karen and some lovely other folks. But highly recommend. Uh, and again, your listenership is probably going to double or quadruple based off of. Oh like, yeah. The yeah. bump that you're getting from Drunkard's Walk. Yeah, uh, it's, it's huge. It's hugely influential. Um, well, yeah. I, I'm i so excited. And I, I think that's that's part of my excitement is I can't wait to see where you guys end up. You know, yeah. so well, so so <laughs> I, I'll see you guys on the other side. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank Take you care. So much. Cheers. All right, Matt, we've got a beaver extract to find. And yes, we, uh, we got a couple of points of order that we got to take care of. Uh, first, number one we is we got to write down some numbers here, but also we got to talk about a little, a little drinky dinks that we're having here. We do have, have a, to talk uh, talk about drinky dinks. Yes. Uh, are, you, are you having a little bev, bev, bevy webs? <clears throat> well, I want to say, first of all, that um, I I was going to uh, there's there's a drink that is mentioned um, obviously early on in the podcast because I'm still early on in their podcast. It's called the runner's nipple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, <laughs> it is suggested as it, it is not a drink that actually exists. It's suggested as vodka, Gatorade and grenadine. So I did almost mix that drink. And okay. then I thought, you know, I could just talk about it and that would be enough. So instead I'm drinking <laughs> bourbon and okay. I am drinking a particular bourbon that came from none other than you, my friend, 
um, that was transported. My 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 wife was uh, got to have lunch with your wife, and uh, she passed us along Heaven Hill, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, a fantastic seven year old bourbon that I've never had the chance to try before, but have heard so much about, and I am delighted to have the chance to try it. So thank you, my friend. That is what I am enjoying this evening. Excellent. And I uh, have started off with the same bourbon this evening. So we're, we're, it's a rare, right. we're both drinking the same bourbon uh, show. Well then, then cheers. Cheers, cheers to you, sir. I, I, I got that when I was in Louisville for my 50th birthday with my brothers and I enjoyed it quite a lot. And when I saw it at my local grocery store, because here in enlightened Michigan, you can buy bourbon at a grocery store. Um, I, I excitedly pounced on it. I'm I'm shocked to hear that you were able to buy it in Michigan. I thought I had heard that like the distiller the distillery was one of the only places you could actually get a bottle. Uh well apparently they have uh, they've listened to the podcasts, they've heard mm-hmm. my criticism and they've right. expanded their they they picked my local grocery store to uh, send it to. But yeah. <laughs> well, that was perfect. That was a that was a great yeah. choice for them and uh, I'm glad that they did because I get to enjoy it now as well. Very good. Uh, All right. And now on to our guesses, sir. So yes. Yeah, oh, I've already written my guess down. I'm I'm ready to go. As have I. Great. Well, then let's get into it, my friend. Let's do this thing, as they say. Um, we are starting, for those that didn't listen last week, at Emerald View Park, uh, which is a park, a large municipal park in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, formerly called Grandview Scenic Byway Park. And it's a good thing it was, because that's the way that we got in here, Indeed. was finding, it, finding that link. It, it is a large park, but a small Wikipedia page. There's it, not much it, going on here. There is not. Um, there's yeah. There's a lot of outside stuff. Uh, now, last week we broke a lot of our kind of self-imposed rules because we needed to get here, and it turned out it was a good thing that we did because there really wasn't another way in. Yeah. Than the way that we took. Um, I mean, there were other paths in, but they all went through that same green box at the bottom of the page type of thing. But I will say that we are trying to get to like a natural flavor type of thing. We're trying to get to something that comes from beavers. There are some links on here since it is a park to some natural things. So I see Earth Day mm-hmm. as one of the things, and I see Greenways as one of the things. Now, Greenways doesn't make me quite as excited, but Earth Day, I feel like Earth Day might be a potential path here. What do you think? I I, I saw that as well, and I am inclined to agree with you. The only thing I will say is that Earth Day is uh, broad, and it's kind of an artificial human holiday thing. So oh, yeah, there will yeah, yeah. certainly be links to natural things on the Earth Day page. Yeah. But Greenways itself is, you know, uh, possibly a slightly more connected to nature in that there is greenery, which is presumably photosynthetic plants that yeah, are uh, I, on there. I don't know. See, that's what I thought at first, too. But when I moused over, it said a Greenway is usually a shared you shared use path along a strip of undeveloped land in an urban or rural area set aside for recreational use or environmental protection. So to me, the greenway is more like the part that isn't the the wilderness and isn't the nature. It's the, okay. it's the walking through it. And I don't okay. know that that's going to be as good for us to get to something like beavers or, I mean, also let's keep in mind, we could, we could be getting into cooking or food or flavoring or things like that too. But there's nothing I mean, on this page that really lends itself to that. In my fair, opinion. fair, fair point. So, uh, well, in that case, you know, let's let's do Earth Day. I like Earth Day. Let's All do right. Earth Day. I like Earth Day too. Earth Day, uh, Earth Day back started in what 70, 1970? 
1970, indeed. April 22nd, 1970. There you go. Yeah. Before you or I were born, my friend. That is true. That is the, it is the day my parents met. So there you really? go. That is, I'm I'm constantly told that uh, when we get around that date. Were they doing some like Earth Day shenanigans? No, no, not at all. Nope. They just happened to meet that day. My uh, my father attended Pitt. My mother attended Edinburgh University up uh, up near Erie. And um, my dad and a friend of his went up to Edinburgh uh, around that time because they were done with their. I guess they had trimesters or something. Yep. And uh, uh, Edinburgh was still in session. And so they went up there and um, that's that's just, you know, it was that time of year. So that's when they met. There we go. Yeah. Now, I have started to peruse the Earth Day page. And I will yeah, say that uh, on the Earth Day 1970 section, there is a link to Rachel Carl Carson, oh, uh, yeah. who wrote Silent Spring, who from yes. Pittsburgh originally. Yes. yes. Um, but that could definitely get us into uh, natural things. Oh, gosh. Speaking of Pittsburgh, we didn't even mention that Karen uh, spent some time in Pittsburgh. She attended uh, Carnegie Mellon and in one of their episodes actually talks a little bit about Kennywood. So there's there's a Pittsburgh connection there as well. And I know we like to point out our Pittsburgh connections. So, well, we did take a 45 minute detour to do your quiz. So I feel like that's Mm, that's true. That's true. So that that felt more like, wait, that seems like you're being mean. Are you being mean? Me? Jethro Nolan be me? To my best friend? No. Gosh. <laughs> How dare you? You know what's interesting about this page, Jethro? What? Uh, there's a lot of black text on this page and not a lot of blue links. <laughs> there, I mean, there's a lot of citation needed links. <laughs> there sure are. But there's uh, a lot of links to like names of people. There's locations. I'm not seeing a whole lot of like things about the actual environment, which is, which, you know, that's kind of what you brought up, right? And you kind of pointed out that that's what it would be like. And you were right. I apology accepted. Uh, Not apologizing, just saying you're right. No, I feel like you were. Uh, so global warming is linked here. Clean energy. Uh, Rachel, uh, Rachel Carson is previously mentioned. Rachel Carson. Yeah, environmental Rachel Carson. justice. Yeah, I see environmental issues uh, linked on here as well. Also, I want to point out, I see John Ratzenberger linked on here and so is that the actor the that was Clavin? yes cheers is also linked on this page <laughs> so ah! if you really wanted to get into it um famed beaver enthusiasts john ratzenberger I, and the cast of cheers i guess so i see cleanup as in like an environmental cleanup um i see I deforested like- defore linking to deforestation which could get us into I mean, technically, beavers are doing some deforestation as well. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. I was thinking of trying to get to like waterways because that's where, you know, beavers are are famously found. Um, Indeed. And that's why like cleanup or uh, like clean energy was on here. And I was thinking like, you know, hydro hydropower plants and things like that. Oh, plastic pollution is linked on here. Man, he, that could this be, is just that could be bummer patrol. What about what about plastic pollution? Because that that gets into our waterways and might actually influence and affect beavers. Could be. What do you think about that? How about Dutch elm disease? Dutch elm disease? No, I don't like that at all. Now there is a section uh, under Earth Day 2023 mm-hmm. for Earth Day Canada, okay. which could get oh. us into Canada, which is where all the beavers, are, all the cool beavers, are from. I don't know. I feel like that that feels a little geographical to me. I'm not saying we click on a geographic link. I'm just saying it's 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 a section that deserves greater scrutiny. Okay. All right. Well, scrutin scrutin it out, my man. Scrutiny. Excuse me. 
screwed me. Sorry, that that Heaven's Hill is doing its job. Yeah, I understand. It's doing what it needs to do. Um, environmental degradation. Gaylord Nelson is. is we we are at the exact same part of the page because <laughs> I just saw both of those links as well. Yeah. Uh, Silent uh, John itself is linked on here, so that okay. may be that may be a path. Yeah, uh, John Muir of Muir Woods fame. Oh yes, yeah, and there's uh, there's John Lennon, yeah. um, the leader of uh, of Russia. So there is a link to the Daughters of the American Revolution, which supposed to I out. feel like could get us into like the early American uh, beaver trade uh, kind of thing. Uh, that feels very tangential to me. Oh, how dare you? Do you Sorry. do you know how important? beaver pelts were to the early american colonies uh, yeah, the french and indian get, wars come on yeah, now no i know i understand what you're saying i know you want to get back to fort necessity and and all the stuff i that we do were at last, last week. it's a necessity how about actually i like arbor day arbor that us, day yeah because that gets us into like trees and trees are you know that's that's what the beavers use where do you see like arbor that? day link oh it's in the it's under the sea also Oh, okay. I see. So now Cielsos are okay. Cielsos has always been okay. All right. I see. Um, Changing your also, tune. There's, a, there's you? a lot of politics of global warming. World Environment Day, World Soil Day, World Water Day, Ecology Flag. I didn't look at that. Oh my gosh. Mouse over the Ecology Flag. That thing is awesome looking. Ecology Flag. Yeah. Under the Holy Cielso. hell. Look at that. Like it, it looks like. It looks like a Middle Eastern nation that's been taken over by Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it is, it is a very uh, striking <laughs> flag. Although, given the way that it previews on the like the the little uh, theta symbol mm -hmm. is not centered on the green field, it's mm -hmm. like yeah. left justified, and it's it just feels like a very first draft effort by whatever graphic yeah. designer put it together. If that is in fact the actual thing, and it's not just a rendering problem on Facebook. Or, All sorry, right, Jethro, I have I have a suggestion. Do you now? You're going to think that I'm out of my mind. I already do. So go follow, right ahead. Follow me with this a little bit. All right. All right. There is a link, one of the last links on this page to illusion. Not illusion, illusion. As in the craft of magic? As in, as it says here, a distortion of the senses, which can reveal okay. how the mind normally organizes and, and interprets, which can, yeah, reveal how the mind normally organizes and interprets sensory right. stimulation. So, so far, I think it's a terrible idea. So here's the reason that I think it might be an interesting path is because we are talking about a flavor, an artificial flavor, well, a natural flavor, but one that is artificially augmenting other flavors. And I think there might be a connection between like a taste illusion and what we're talking about here. I think this might be the type of thing that causes an illusion of taste. What is what is a taste illusion? <laughs> I mean certainly you've heard of taste illusions. I, I don't understand. I, I, what I'm saying is, that, look, uh, optical illusion, you know what that is, right? Yeah. Auditory illusion, you know what that is? Yes. So if those exist, there must be one that is a taste illusion. Okay, so here- A thing that here, tastes like, like, like a miracle fruit. 
miracle fruit, right? All right. Where you, right. you so, eat the miracle fruit and then you taste like a lemon and then it tastes amazing. So let let me let me disabuse you of, of something. Also discussed so, on Good Job Brain, by the way, but keep going. Okay, fine. We get it. You listened to several episodes of Good Job Brain. Uh over a hundred, thanks. Okay. All right, nerd boy. Uh listen. A an a visual illusion yes. is something it is a perception that is created in your head. Yes. That is other than right. the actual stimulus that exists out in the world. Yeah, it's like those, uh, what, what are those things that we did uh, with the eyes, right? Remember, uh, we went to one of them, uh, chitines or cotines or creatines or, you remember? We, we, we went to something that was, that was a, a, an, a, 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 an optical illusion. You know what I'm talking about? I, I don't recall off the top of your head. Off um, the top of my head? Phosphines. 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 Okay. All right. So, but there's something out there in the world and the way that our brain perceives it is different than the actual yes. stimulus. Great. Yes, okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So auditory illusion, same deal. Yes. There's an yes. actual sound that exists outside yes. of your head. Yeah. And it can be measurably different to what is perceived inside of the head. Now the we problem- are on the same page for sure. The yes. problem with taste mm-hmm. is that taste is not an objective thing that exists out there in the world. Taste is purely the perception inside your head. So there's a there's a gene that controls for how you taste cilantro, as an example. Mm-hmm. And for a certain percentage of the population, cilantro tastes like soap. Yes, yes, yes. We and all, yeah, it's we all know that, yeah. and so if you've got the the cilantro soap gene, then mm-hmm. it tastes like soap. If you don't have the cilantro soap gene, it, it tastes like you know shitty mint or whatever. Not soap. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. But there's not an objective. A measurable thing that could be said, this is the actual taste, regardless of what you experience, because the only thing that qualifies as taste is the actual experience that happens within your head. So there cannot therefore be an illusion. So, so you're, so you would be, uh, when in, in the debate of when I see the color green and you see the color green, we both see exactly the same thing. In in your mind, the answer is absolutely yes. That, what what a ridiculous leap you've made! No, 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 uh, it's not. That's completely no, it's, unwarranted. No, it, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. Completely because, unwarranted. No, because you are saying that taste exists in in the the mind in the brain of the yes. individual. Yes. So why then? Would this be different to say that when I look at something that is green, what I see is different than what you see. It exists in my brain. It does not exist in any particular. It is the same wavelength. It is measurable. But so is the chemical that is in the thing that we are tasting. So that that's that's the distinction that I would make is that the chemical that we are tasting is, in fact, the same. Yes. But our experience of that chemical is not the same. Now, but, if how you define color is the experience of seeing what I perceive of as green, yes, that's one definition. Another yes. way of defining green is the perception uh, is is you know light at whatever nanometers of yeah, wavelength. W- right. Yeah. Absolutely. But 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 then you're so I could say that the taste is defined as the combination of particular chemicals. You could, but then it would be completely divorced from the experience of that combination. 
But so would then if you and I picture something different when we see green or observe in our brain something different when we see the color green. Yeah. So this has been fun. <laughs> you are wrong. I don't believe. Yeah. Why do you see these as different? I, I'm not saying that one is right or wrong, but how do you see those two things as different from each other? So, so because there is the the external stimulus that is perceived by our senses and the internal sensation are obviously two different things, and we all agree on that. We do, yes. I, I guess the point that I'm saying is that from a perspective of... so. What, regardless of whether you and I see green as the same experience or not, mm -hmm. we can agree that green is, you know, whatever, 500 nanometers uh, of wavelength or whatever the, the actual number yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I am. Um, there, from a taste perspective, there does not exist the same uh, precision in the stimulus uh, correlated to the experience. Because I can taste salt, sweet. So let's just take sweet. There's a number of different molecules out there that can produce the sweet sensation mm -hmm. in my taste experience. Sure. They're all different. Yeah. Like with green, there's only a certain bandwidth of light uh, wavelength that will yeah. qualify as green. Yeah. I have, an, I have an argument for that, which is there are different shades of green, which are different wavelengths of light. And there are different flavors that produce sweet, which are different combinations of of things. You know, so but 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 those those molecules they don't exist on a continuum, in the way that the light spectrum okay, exists. Okay, on a okay, I yes, I yes, okay. Apology I, I, accepted. Uh, <laughs> not apologizing. Okay, so you don't like my idea. So what what do you like? What do you want to do to get out of here? Because we've got to move forward. So I want to go through I, uh, Silent Spring. What do you like? Uh, I silent spring, I think is, is a good candidate. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned like, uh, waterways world mm -hmm. water day could be a way there. Uh, Arbor day. I, I accept as a possibility. So those are three options. Yeah. I, I would love to get into something that discusses animals. And I feel like, uh, we're going to get there quicker through silent spring than we will through these others. Although something like environmental justice or environmental degradation or even deforestation that you pointed out earlier, I feel like those potentially get us into deforestation might might actually be there may actually be a mention of beavers on the deforestation page, as you mentioned. So uh, Silent Spring, I don't think I most of that discussion, I believe, is about birds and birds of prey. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be a lot that that I, I, I guess I, I feel like we could get to beavers through the discussions in Science Spring, but there we in deforestation, there's a chance beavers actually on that page. I, Not I, a good you know, chance, I love but it. a chance. I love it. Let's go. All right. So I see a link under Earth Day 2011 for yep, deforested uh countries, yep. which takes us to deforestation. Let's do it. It does. My goodness. Deforestation. This this is a bummer episode, I'll just say it. It sure is. You know, she she was talking about how, um, you know, the, a lot of the things that we were bringing up were were kind of downers. I mean, this this is kind of a downer too. You know, Indeed. I mean, whose fault is that, right? I guess ours, completely ours. No, but let's, still, blame, it's, let's blame Karen. She's not here. Oh yeah, she's not here. Uh, okay, she's not cool. here. Good point. Good point. So, um, yeah, yeah, I see wood industry and logging 
Ooh, I like both of those. Linked right at the top. Um, I like them a lot. I skipped down uh, further uh, to uh, impacts. Oh, okay, uh, okay. What do you got? What do you got in uh, in impacts there? Ah, uh, I mean, just a lot of conceptual stuff like biodiversity and ecosystems. Oh, okay. Yada yada. yada. I'm not seeing like specific animals. Not specific uh, ecosystems. Uh, no, not really. Zoonotic diseases is linked here. Oh, I was going to say deforestation is linked on the deforestation page, but it goes to deforestation in the DRC. There is is a link to the capybara, which is a rodent in Paraguay. I believe that that is related to the beaver. It very well may be. Although I don't know if is a beaver a rodent? Not sure. Uh, I, I think they look I similar, but I'm not sure. They're I don't know. Related. I don't. It it has a certain uh, rodential visage. The you're talking about the beaver, uh, the capybara. Yeah. Well, the capybara definitely does. I think that they look somewhat similar. In fact, I think the capybara. Do you, is there a picture on the page? I haven't found it. Uh, there. So there is a. If you hover over the link, you get an okay. image preview, um, which is a they, much. They have t- Teeth yeah, that are, right? it does Don't say its close relatives include guinea pigs and rock cavies, oh. and it's more distantly related to the ag, and then it cuts off from there. Oh, the ag, and then we don't know. I don't know, mm. but I feel like uh, Rough. it's definitely a uh, possibility. Uh, it it is a possibility. It is an actual animal, which is which is nice. Um, there we go. Gets us closer to that. Um. Yeah. And I mean, like, like the logging industry, things like that, like it, it, there are connections that we can make in our brains to that, but they're not like measurable. Like I make a different connection. But what'd you find? All right. So under control, under control. Okay. In the last, uh, part of the first section of that, Mm -hmm. there is a, uh, a list of like products, I guess, that are influenced by this. Oh, the products include Palm oil, cattle, wood, coffee, cocoa, rubber, soy, chocolate, furniture, printed paper. Are any of these things that use castorium? Because remember, beaver's not our end goal. Castorium. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Now I remember I remember there was vanilla and raspberry yes. mentioned as as places where this stuff gets used. Yeah, for sure. Um and and, and perfume, don't forget. So if there's anything that's perfume oh, yes. related. Uh, or cosmetically related. Why do I feel like we've had a conversation similar to this? Didn't we have some sort of perfume or some sort of relation to something? Well, anyway, I don't know. Um, coffee, maybe. I know that there's a there's another story that is told on uh, Good Job Brain about a coffee that comes from seeds that go through the digestive tract of a particular animal. Isn't it? A, com- is it a goat? Is... Or am I thinking of goats from like the origin of coffee when goat yeah, herds no, I would don't have like a... think I don't think it's a goat. I can't remember what it is, but it was something I, I've like definitely they, heard of this. They went through and then they they take it out of the, the 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 dung essentially, and then it's like it tastes even better or something like that. Um, so I, I wonder if coffee because coffee is definitely going to be something that like vanilla coffee is a thing, right? So yeah. maybe maybe there's something there. Um, what what about chocolate? Like, because like chocolate and vanilla are two very popular flavors. Yeah, they're but they're they're almost opposites of each other, aren't they? 
I mean, they're they're complementary. Are they? Do you do you have vanilla with your chocolate? Have you ever had Neapolitan ice cream? Ugh, yeah, but who eats that together? Everybody eats that. Separately. Okay, okay, all right. So let me ask you this. Okay, let me ask you this. Go ahead, ask me. You're in a communal living setting. Oh, thank let's you. Let's say you're in your mid twenties. Yeah. You go to the freezer. There's a mm. carton of Neapolitan ice cream. Sure. You you open the lid. Mm-hmm. Two of the three flavors have oh. been completely eaten. Yeah. What's left? Strawberry. Exactly. So yeah. chocolate and vanilla are clearly the more popular. <laughs> no, they are absolutely the more popular. Come on. I mean, and that's a that's the old Simpsons bit, right? Where they they he opens up like three containers of Neapolitan ice cream and and it's just strawberry and he says, "We need more Neapolitan ice cream." Solid bit. Uh, that's you know, it's bit. funny cuz it's true. That's I feel like that's what they're teaching us. I agree. I agree. Well, I've seen a lot of things linked on here that I was hoping to get even closer to the mother nature is linked on here. There are animals linked on here as well. I like that flavor thing though. I wonder if palm oil is a way to go because palm oil is used in a ton of products. It is, but it's like a shit ingredient. It is, but it's used in like everything. Like it's, it's, it's everywhere, including things like shampoo and cosmetics, right? So I wonder if palm oil and castoria Castorium, castorium are more closely related than either cocoa or coffee. Because remember, this is cocoa that's on here, not chocolate, right? The, no, cocoa and chocolate are both linked. Oh, chocolate's on here too? Okay, I didn't yes. see chocolate. I just saw cocoa. Um, I, I, mm, yeah, I guess, I, I mean, chocolate's a possibility. Chocolate's a possibility. Is it? I kind of like palm oil though. I I don't know. I don't know why. And I could, I, you know, I've been wrong a thousand times before. So, you know, if you feel that chocolate is better than palm oil, um, and I mean, I do in like the world, I feel chocolate's better than palm oil. Uh, I, I understand you, you like, in the context of our podcast, if you feel it's a better link to, to follow, I, I, you know, I will follow you because you, you oftentimes get these things right. And I oftentimes get these things wrong. So. I mean, I, I mean, for me, like capybara and chocolate feel like the strongest. Yeah, capybara, I, I don't want to take the chance on. I, I'm not sure how closely related they are to beavers. I'd rather, if, if it's between those two, I vote chocolate. All right, let's go chocolate then. And who doesn't like chocolate, right? Indeed. Let's do it. Chocolate's a delight. You'll never regret some chocolate. No, chocolate's uh, delicious. And okay, well, actually, why do- if we if we want to talk about how we get chocolate, we will start to. I, I just watched a last week tonight about this, and it's, it's a lot of um, child labor and slavery and things. Yeah. Like that. La- last week tonight is really great about making you hate things that yeah you previously thought yeah, were they okay. did it. They did it on the on the week of of Halloween too, where they were like, "Hey, you're about to get a bunch of chocolate. Here's why you are an asshole." They're they're jerks. Yeah. All right, so I will say that one of the things that. Uh, sticks out to me is right up at the top flavoring agent is linked oh right right yeah that so I feel like, seems like i feel a like that's very a, 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 i mean we should go through the rest of the page but that feels like a, a pregnant with possibilities yeah so vanilla is linked on here as you thought it might be aha um, uh-huh, where where it's under um talking about the aztecs in history uh, drank it cold, seasoning it with a broad variety of additives, including the petals of the uh, Symbopetalum Penduliflorum tree, 
chili pepper, you mean the cinnapetal and pendulaflorum tree? Chili pepper, allspice, vanilla, and honey. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the exasperated sigh. Yeah, well, uh, it's all I have left. Uh, right. I've so vanilla, avocado. vanilla is linked here, so that feels it like is. a strong candidate. Yeah, vanilla is linked uh, multiple times. Actually, I'm seeing it. Oh, there's Baker's chocolate. Mm. Remember what I talked about? Baker's chocolate. How it's not. Uh, how it was invented by a guy named Baker and not uh, didn't have anything to do with four, being four bakers. It's a good bit. Remember that? It's the truth. Oh my gosh, I've totally forgot to tell Karen about the fact that she inspired me to read the book Candy Candy Freak. Is that what it was called? And 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 because I read that book, I then went out and found all the different candies that he talks about going to find, and then I and I bought them so I could try them all. And it she so she I mean this. These people have changed my life, Jethro. I, 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 don't I feel know, like I don't know if I make that clear enough. Yeah, 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 you you really have. I feel like this is the kind of thing that's best written down in a long letter that's <laughs> drafted on like a goat skin and personally yeah. mailed to their residence. That's, that's probably a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great book though. You should you should check it out if you haven't read it. It's by the the, the author's last name it. is Almond. Almond. Look at that. Um all right, so vanilla seems like a a solid option for us. You think vanilla over flavoring agent? Because flavoring agent, I mean, castorium is a flavoring agent. I feel like that, I mean, that's going mean, to be an even better thing than because I, I vanilla know might be about a couple it. links away, right? Yeah, I I don't know enough about it to to have a, a terribly informed opinion. Although, let me know what you like more, and then I will choose a different thing. <laughs> uh just for the sake of of keeping podcasts that's that's just what you do that's it's what i do it's my thing. instinct it's sure, who i am sure i know it, it it makes perfect sense um i'm still i'm still reading through because it it is a long page and and i do love a good a good long page so i'm wondering if i mean castorium could be on this page we could find out that castorium is in chocolate bars it um, could be and it's and it's discussed on this page i haven't seen it yet um, there's a lot of discussion of particular companies that make chocolate, though I don't see any particular chocolate bars listed yet. Um, and again, since I don't know if they're in them or not, if it's in them or not, it would kind of be, oh, big chocolate. Look at that. There's, that's a thing. Oh, here's some go. things. The cream egg. Oh, uh, like the Cadbury cream egg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cadbury cream oh, egg. Oh, God. You don't like the cabaret cream? Egg? It's it's no. I mean, oh, I'm not I'm not much on sweets these days anyway, but the cabaret oh. cream egg is <laughs> foul. Love a good cabaret cream egg. Love to put them in the freezer. Love them frozen. I will say Excellent. Reese's peanut butter cups in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. Not that's yeah. Uh M&Ms is on this page. So okay. if we thought that there was castorium ice cream I see on here pudding uh, all things that could potentially have castorium <laughs> in them. Um, we've got a uh, oh, rule doll, which I've just found out that you don't pronounce the D in in that name. The guy that wrote Charlie and Chocolate Factory. It's rule. Did you know that? I did not know that. I did. I learned that on oh, Good Job Brain. Uh, you fell right into it. Wow. You you are you you're fanboying hard. I just All right, remember Matt, stuff. I'm going to say it. that vanilla is the way to go, and that's the choice we should make. You don't want to go through United States military chocolate? I really don't. <laughs> I kind of want to go there. What, good, what possible is. good could come from that? Oh, that seems crazy. You know, I remember in the 90s, Hershey invented a chocolate bar that they could send to the, to the Middle East, to Iraq, for the troops. 
while they were fighting the first Iraq war. And uh, I, I got some of them because I went to Hershey, Pennsylvania and man alive, uh, they're terrible. Like they were like these like grainy, it was almost like there was sand in it. Like it is all stuff to keep it from melting. It was craziness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's probably a great reason not to go to war in the Middle East. That, that is, that's the, that's the main reason. So yeah, hard to get not. chocolate. Uh, uh, so I'm saying flavoring agent is what we should go to. And I'm saying vanilla is what we should go to. No, definitely flavoring agent. Um, All right. Gonna, so stick, you're wrong again. But I'm wrong again. So. <laughs> why would why would we go to the vague concept of flavoring agent when one of the two flavors explicitly mentioned in Karen's description of castorium were vanilla and raspberry? Because we don't know for certain that a Wikipedia page about vanilla is going to talk about castorium. Of course it is. See, we, you we say don't, it with such you say it with determination just so that I'll go to it. We we don't know that the Wikipedia page for the far more vague concept of flavoring agent is going to list the particular flavoring agent that we care about. But isn't it isn't there a greater chance that flavoring agent is going to be a a, a larger page? Because it, there are a lot of different well flavoring maybe. agents. I, I I don't care what's a larger page. I care about getting the castorium. Chance. There's a greater chance of it being on that page. All right. No. All right. No, fine. No. Fine. No, I, fine. Fine. I rebuke your hypothesis. You. I rebuke it. I listen, refute it. Listen. I, I wrote a quiz. It. I wrote a quiz that took a long time. I'm willing, in the interest of moving forward, to not argue with you and go to vanilla. Okay. All right. Let's go to vanilla. Let's go to vanilla. We're not talking about the flavor. Let's be clear. It's not the flavor of vanilla that we're going to. It's vanilla, like the plant. No. Or the spice, I should say. No, because when I click on the link, it says this article is about the flavoring. It's like literally the first word. <laughs> it, it completely, it complete. It's almost like somebody edited this page just to make you wrong immediately. <laughs> oh, well done, Wikipedia. All right, well bravo. Can I get my money back that from that donation that I made? All right. All right. What do we there see we here? What do we see? Anything I good? See a lot of stuff. There's a chemistry section. Here yeah. I am looking at it. Sure. It's incredible. Anything good there's in cultivation. there? Cultivation. Good mm -hmm. Lord, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Mm -hmm. There's curing, killing, sweating, drying, conditioning, grading, production, uses. Okay. God, there's so much on here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, well, there's not so much. I mean, it's not that long of a page. It's a huge page. Not. It's smaller than the chocolate page or the, it, what were you? Yeah. The, it's smaller than the chocolate page. It's well, I mean, but that's chocolate for God's sakes. <gasps> that's a huge exhale, Matt. What have you discovered? It's on this page. What? <laughs> it's spelled different than I thought, too. Non plant vanilla flavoring. In the United States, castorium, the exudate of the castor sacs of mature beavers, has been approved by the Food and Drug Administration as a food additive. So there it is castorium. Astorium. Spelled totally different than I thought it was, but uh, we have found it. I can't wait at some point to go back and see if it also is on the flavor additive page. It is. It's a food additive, so it might. Maybe it wasn't on a flavoring page. Maybe you're right. I mean, but aren't all flavor additives food additives? They might be. They might be. But we'll have to check out. We'll have to take a look at that after we take a look at our guesses for uh this particular walk and jethro from getting from emerald view park to castorium took us five links 
what did all right, what do you, what yes. do you got? I feel rating? like I always reveal first because you think you I'm cheating. You always say that, and then I go, uh, okay, I'll go first. And so you never go first, but I'll tell you, Jethro, I guessed five. You guessed five? I did. I guessed six. Six? I oh, my God. Six. It happened. You did it. You did oh, it, Matt. Congratulations. Invoked, invoke the spirits. I, I did it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Good job, Matt. Good job, Matt's brain. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and what a, a just a blast and what a fantastic fun time we had uh, or I had. I don't know. Jethro, was this as much fun for you as it I, was for me, do you think? I had an absolute love. First of all, Karen is a delight. She's very yes. kind and generous with her time and oh, laughs yes. at my jokes, yes. which is always uh, positive. But also, Matt, like I, I love you. You're a good friend. And I enjoy watching you uh enjoy things and you clearly uh love good job brain and yes. uh are very flattered that they came on and you did all that Thanks work so to make a quiz like it's 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 fun to watch people you love have fun so i well, had a thoroughly good time i appreciate that and i think i i i really i have to say thank you again to karen for coming on because her show is so much bigger than ours it doesn't even like 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 she said they they wrote a book like they have won so many awards for podcasting. They are listened to all over the world. They are an amazingly like it's it's just it's like having a podcast superstar. It is having a podcast superstar come on our little tiny show here and it just is uh it's, it's humbling and it's amazing and and I'm it's it's so nice of her to to offer up. Oh yeah, no, it was so. a total miscalculation on her part. She should have avoided us like the plague. She's bigger than us. Uh, no, I think that I think that that's just how how great she is. I mean, I think no. that that's what it comes down to, Jethro. It had nothing to do with she knew exactly what she was doing, no. and uh, she still did it. And I it, think it, that that's... it was absolutely super nice. And and again, like I'm not blowing smoke. Even now that she's not on anymore, I'll still say go listen to Good Job Brain. It's yes. a delightful podcast, very fun, yes. a lot of great humor on it, some fun trivia stuff. Uh, he, he, it's it's now in my regular rotation. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. You know, you can only listen to us for so long. Um, one, because we only have so much content, but two, because you can only listen to us for so long. Uh, exactly. So We, that's it. we wear a, on you. We yeah. get it. It's we a, know it's who a we are. Great one to listen to and uh, yeah, highly recommend. So, But also come back and listen to us next week because uh, we're going to have more fantastic guests. We're going to have more destinations and we're going to get out of Castorium and go off to who knows where, Jethro. And uh, I can't, I can't wait to do it, buddy. Me too. 